Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Good morning. Benny, your cold's gone. A little bit. Still yeah. hanging around. It's lingering. I hear a little well, snizzles. A little bit. A little snizzles. And up next is the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. It's jazz. Just like that. We have a full studio. We do. It's nice. Yes. Okay, so for those of you who are our Canadians and our beautiful people all across the world, you can stream us uh, on the website and you can see us in studio. Hi, everybody. To all my Canadians, say hello. We've got guests in the studio. And yes, you're being videoed. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm saying yes to an invisible friend that we have because out of respect, she does not want me to say that she's here. Pretty visible to me on the... <laughs> but I could put like my finger in front of her. Yeah. Well, my head's right there. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right there you go. Right? Yes. Oh, right. We're having too much fun in the studio. That's All right, everybody. You did tune in to the Gratitude Cafe. This is your humble host, Sue Lundquist, and we've got a pretty fantastic show today. Um, will your way back. We're going to talk to a gentleman, a local gentleman, actually, who suffered a spinal cord injury and is walking. And we're going to get to his story in just a minute. Um, before we get started, though, Benny, I know I didn't ask you this before, but can we cue up the happy birthday little jingle jingle? Because I have some Mexico people that have a birthday. Do you want your stock version or you I, want like just a give fancy me, Just give me something short, sweet, getting jiggy with it. I don't know, something. I didn't because know Will Smith had one. I know, but you just know how much I love that. Yes. So, yes. So, Robert, right. and to all of my friends in Mexico, here you go. Yes. Happy birthday. birthday. I love you, Robert and Rodolfo and Mira, all of you. Um, I will see you in Arizona in just a few weeks. All right. So, Benny, thank you very much. I know. I love it. I love it. Um, We launched last week. Remember, we had that big special birthday launch? That was my birthday. Yes. But we had the very special launch for iTunes and the podcast. And that's a whole new world for me. Uh, I'm used to my nice little radio box here. But now it's all over the place in iTunes. So what does that mean? After being affiliated with all the Apple products you have at home, you're being affiliated with like I remember when you first started here, you brought in all your devices. I'm like, wow. And then I was curious. I'm like, is this through the school? You're like, no, this is just our daily life. <laughs> so now you're giving back. You're with them. Now I am. Yeah. Well, so that. Well, yeah. We had. To, that's a whole other conversation. We had to change all of our products to Apple because the schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you're getting mm-hmm. there, son. I don't want to. Yes. So speaking of Apple, iTunes, the podcast, all of that. Um, first of all, thank you so much for all of you that wrote the reviews and are supporting us because you're not only supporting me, you're supporting 1150 KKNW, you're supporting my wonderful guests that come on. 
and all of all of that. It's just a win-win for everybody. So I want to give a big special thank you to Janice with Utopia. She wrote us a beautiful review on iTunes. Um, also, finally, social with um, Aaron and so many others. So if I could get, and it's a big favor for me, you guys, for you to go onto iTunes and write a review. I, it's a learning curve for me because as I understand it, the more reviews, and Benny, you talked about this last time, mm-hmm. the more reviews I have, the more hits or the more it's volume traffic to, it's and traffic. traffic towards your show. So the more people that are involved, the more people it looks, you know, it, it invites for your show and yes. for the atmosphere and for iTunes. You know, yes. More is better. More is, more is better. better. So please share with your family and get lots and lots of mm-hmm. iTunes reviews. Families and friends and all of that. So thank you to Utopia Northwest. Thank you to Finally Social. Love you guys. Love all of you behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, all of that good stuff. So you're in the right right, right place. This is the Gratitude Cafe. Sue Lundquist. New perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, a new you. Um, really quick, you guys have heard me talk about Josh Parkinson. Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. And Resonate helps you build beautiful mobile-friendly websites. But more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract new customers, grow a following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course and or a membership that sells automatically, who wouldn't want that, Benny, without you lifting a finger... They can help you build and sell that too. Please contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consult and to see what options they have for you or simply go to www.resonatewebagency.com. If you are driving, of course, you guys know you can get all of that information on my website. And of course, Facebook, um, Facebook Live. We're doing a bunch of Facebook Lives. Oh, also, I wanted to remind all of you with the iTunes um, reviews, I'm doing this big, huge bundle package of books and there's a big contest so if you go on the facebook page my website and if you're getting the newsletter you'll get all of those links and everything so no worries just go to sulanquist.com fill out the information the review and also the contest goodies you'll get as well all right so we are going to jump in we have quite an amazing uh, hour set up for you guys and this I want you to just sit back and listen to this gentleman. He's a local here in the Pacific Northwest, but he's reaching countless people across the world by his, it's a human interest story, but more than that, it's so inspiring and it is, you will will yourself back. And I love this. This is a clever title because it has to do with your back, but you can will yourself back. And um, I'm talking to James Osborne here with the Gratitude Cafe and I normally read off the bios, but you know what? I think it's important that the audience gets to know you and to hear it directly from the horse's mouth. So, James, welcome very much. Welcome to the audience and everybody here. Sue, thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you. Let's just jump into your story. I mean, I could write, I could read the bio, but I think it's important that they just hear it from you. Tell us what happened. I mean, your backstory. Well, the backstory dates back to 2007. Uh, during those years in the 2000s, I would describe myself as a really active recreational enthusiast. Yes, I, I was super passionate about the outdoors. I loved camping and hiking, climbing, backpacking, skiing, golfing, and road cycling. And road cycling in that particular time was my number one, was my number one passion. And I was on a cycle ride, a road cycle ride, uh, just uh, south of Seattle here with a group of friends that I had ridden with for many years. 
And unfortunately, in the course of that ride, I suffered a terrible uh, road cycling accident. And it, as a consequence, rendered me an incomplete quadriplegic. And what that means is that I have uh, paralysis from my mid-abdomen all the way down to my toes. Wow. But what it also means, because of the nature of this uh, quadriplegia, I have an incomplete uh, diagnosis of quadriplegia, it means that I have a very tiny window of potential to recover and regain lost function. And that has really been the focus of my recovery journey over the last decade is trying to rebuild lost function because from the initial days that I was in the hospital, I had no function. I was motionless from that mid-abdomen down, and all I could do was just move my elbows. That was it. No it, finger function, no nothing. And to the, to the, we're in radio world, so you can't totally see unless you're um, viewing us on the camera. You're sitting here, you're walking, you're moving your arms, your legs, everything. It's, uh, it's absolutely amazing. It is, and I'm in many ways, very fortunate. Uh, I have been lucky in the fact that I've been in a tremendous medical community here in the Pacific Northwest, and I've had an incredibly supportive family and friendships and other extended uh, relationships and family from around the country that have been there to support me and lift me up through an incredibly difficult journey of trying to regain function, and it has been uh, gratifying. It has had enormous ups and downs along this journey. I've had setbacks. I've had triumphs and tragedies, but the net-net in all of this is some awesome things have happened, and particularly in recent years, and the fact that I can even be upright and ambulate is a tremendous gift and something that I am grateful for every day that I wake up. Woohoo! Yes, right, Benny? It's amazing. Well, it's amazing to hear a story, even the start. Uh, a friend of mine did this uh, Seattle to Portland. Uh, oh, the STP. Been, yeah, the STP for years. And so I can understand the massive and the, the amount of groups of bi- cyclists that do that and to hear the tragedy that happened. And, but then you're just coming back from it. I mean, you're not going to let that stop you. That's what's awesome. No, I'm not going to let it stop me. And I have just embraced a mm-hmm. mindset and an attitude and choices and lots of things that we may get into today that have been uh, instrumental in helping me get to where I am today. And I think that's important for for all of us to know, even through tragedy, there's always going to be the proverbial silver lining. And not only just for you intimately, I mean, that's massive, but everybody around you from intimate relationships with wives and families to coworkers and it, and even the nurses and the doctors and the staff that you've, uh, you know, affected. I mean, it's, it's profound. So, and I say that because you're, you're a leading example, not only people that have been in the situation that you're in, but also the people around you. So mm-hmm. my, I get goosebumps when I talk about that because it's awesome and keep shining your light. Well, thank you. Yes. I'm going to talk to the audience. Um, Will Your Way Back is your latest book. I say latest and mm-hmm. first because I'm sure there are a couple more coming. Um, gentleman Robert Dugoni, am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, Robert Dugoni. Dugoni, mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal and New York Times bestselling author of My Sister's Grave. He says by, for James' book, 
You will close this book believing there is no problem you cannot solve, no mountain you cannot climb, and no obstacle you cannot overcome to lead the life you desire to live. You kind of desired to live, son, (laughs) in a big way. I did, and it was a very conscious choice. Mindfulness, Uh, that conscious choice. Total mindfulness. And in this nature of injury, the spectrum of recovery is very broad. On one hand, some people with this injury, unfortunately, are never able to get out of a wheelchair. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have folks that are living fully independent, capable lives. And then you have every other recovery option in between. And when my, in those early days, when I was kind of faced with this fork in the road about, okay, which way am I going to go, Jamie? Are you going to surrender and give in and let this injury defeat you? Or are you going to fight the good fight? And I resolved very early on to make a very conscious, deliberate choice to fight that good fight and to do everything I could to regain function and to regain as much independence as I possibly could. Okay, so fork in the road. Somebody's listening. They have a fork in the road. What piece of advice, what wisdom, whether it's advice or wisdom, I'm hopeful that that they're going to hear it with an open heart and open ears. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What can you tell them right now? And in, and I say this because also knowing your, a little bit of your backstory with the kind of sports mentality, you know, you've got mm-hmm. that go, go, go. And there's people that just unfortunately had an injury and maybe they didn't have that mentality. How can mm-hmm. we help them in that fork in the road? How can we help them separate themselves from the, the fear and the doubts and the shoulda, coulda, wouldas? There's a lot of fear and there's a lot of doubt when you're in these early stages of the injury, not knowing what the prognosis is, not knowing whether these efforts are even going to pay off. Right. And for me, trying to make that choice about which way I was going to go came at a night when I was in the hospital. Uh, It was very early on, and it was bar none the longest night of my life. Mm -hmm. And there I lay motionless in bed. I was perspiring profusely. The sheets were soaked underneath me. I just was totally despondent and completely lost in emotions of anger and sadness and depression. And as I lay there, I reflected back on a conversation that I'd had with my physician. And he had said to me, in the course of that dialogue, Jamie, you need to make a choice. You need to choose. Get independent. Mm. And when he gave me those words... It, I reflected on it that night, and then all of a sudden it was like the light bulb went off. I got it. That was my choice, to do everything in my power not to be enabled by anyone or anything or any device. People would oftentimes uh, offer their help and assistance to do things, but I would politely say, awesome, thank you very much, but let me try it on my own, regardless of how long it's going to take. And so getting to that point, of making that choice really came about as a consequence of the words that my physician shared to me when he said, Jamie, you need to choose. And when he said get independent, those words were so powerful and so directive that they guided everything that I have done over the last 10 years to regain function. And so as you were asking the question about how what kinds of insight could I offer to folks that are listening today, you know, who may be facing that kind of fork in the road? 
I would encourage folks to kind of formulate what I did, which was a picture, a picture in my head of what that would look like. And I have described myself in the past as kind of a movie maker. And yes. I visualize things constantly. Yes. And so visualizing even just the littlest pedestrian of activities very early on when I couldn't even bring my two fingers together. And then seeing those things multiply and become cumulative and additive were all rooted back in that very conscious and deliberate choice to get independent. Yes. And so my encouragement to listeners facing sort of that, that fork is, is, is to find that credo, mantra, statement, phrase, and then begin to put pictures and visualizations in your head about what achieving that looks like. And while I'm no expert in psychology or the subconscious mind or anything like that, I really believe that how you frame up things in your head and your mind are incredibly powerful in how your life moves forward. Bingo. Yes, 100%. And I'm sitting here, and you know what I'm thinking is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I cannot wait to get these guys connected because Dr. Joe Dispenza also came back from a spinal cord injury. And it, basically what you are saying is that, but he goes into the neuroscience and all the nerdy, yummy, juicy stuff. We talked about that briefly before you came in. But it is that you have neurological pathways in your brain, whether it's a good habit, bad habit, whatever that is. It's your fear. Mm -hmm. It's your doubt. It's what I call that drunk monkey, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. I like the drunk monkey because it (laughs) makes me giggle because you have this whole visual thing. So you have that neurological pathway and you need to change that. So if that fear comes up, you're like, "Mm -mm." you stop sign. You're not going to have that anymore. And you visualize something more, walking, moving fingers, mm-hmm. baby steps, and constantly putting that in that neural pathway. And sooner than later, it, it creates that pathway stronger than the fear, stronger than the doubt, stronger than the shame, mm-hmm. all of that. It also sounds like, you know, your doctor was an amazing tool for you to jump past the, the blockage that you had, like really making that choice. It's either you go one way or the other way mm-hmm. and only you can do it. Yeah, the fear, the doubt, all that stuff is in there. And you're like, all right, now someone has given me that option. I've got to make that decision for myself. Yeah, you can just hang it up right now if you want. But you didn't want to do that because you knew ultimately. But you had to face that. Yes, you do. Choices. You have to confront it. Mm-hmm. And I have said that without choice, there's no way forward. All True. you're doing is right. you're you're idling. You're uh, you're just running around spinning on a treadmill, yeah, going wheels. around mm-hmm. in a merry-go-round, mm-hmm. and you're not able to move forward without making that very conscious, deliberate, and and focused choice. Yes, mindfulness, conscious. Um, some of the things, in fact, my what I teach in my coaching practice, and 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 I've and the audience knows this about me, but. I there's so much wisdom and so much grand, incredible education by all these great leaders and personal development and everything. And when I was going in for my own personal choices, fighting through my fears, my drunk monkeys, I really had to break it down to basics. And and like you, I'm I, I'm going to guess really break it down to basics and really start mm-hmm. from ground zero. Mm-hmm. And I say ground zero, and that's got like a 
a, quite a connotation to it, but it's mm-hmm. true. You just have to break it down. So where am I going with this? You, ha- I teach not only for myself, my children, my family, and people that I coach, and as I as I educate on the radio, you have to start with a as, as the awareness. Mm-hmm. All of the spectrum of awareness, aware that you are happy, aware that you're sad, and why and what are your triggers. Mm-hmm. You're aware of all of that. And then you go into the clarity of it, mm-hmm. and then you start the transformation. But, you know, awareness is this big, huge umbrella, and clarity mm-hmm. is this big, you know, getting clear is this big, huge umbrella. But mm-hmm. there's so many tools. And when I was talking about breaking it down to basics, it is. You just simply have to choose to be aware, choose mm-hmm. to be mindful, mm-hmm. or choose to have your head in the sand. I mean, and denial, which is, I've been there, done that, still do it because there's mm-hmm. times that I just want to just, you know what, I'm going to keep my head in the sand for a minute because I need to process this and then mm-hmm. I will I will bring it to my awareness. Mm-hmm. Does that resonate with you? Oh, very much so. And yeah. you touched on a, a few themes that uh, about fear and trusting and those kinds of things. And one thing that I'll share that I faced about four months after my recovery, I had been pushing so hard to regain function with numerous therapy appointments a week, both while Mm. I was in outpatient rehab and uh, using other modalities, that after I had been discharged in July of 2008, in November of that same year, I basically hit the wall and I approached the cliff and my body basically shut down. And all the accomplishments and gains that I had made up to that point fell by the wayside. My symptoms got markedly worse, and I found myself sliding into a depression. And I have never been depressed in my life before. And I continued on this downward spiral, and I became suicidal. Now, I didn't take any active overt measures, but... I was in a very deep place where I was just falling and there was just nothing there or no one to catch me. And it took a lot of work both from therapy, therapeutic interventions and medicinal interventions and other kinds of things to climb out of that. But one of the learnings that came out of that was that fear was a huge factor in what I had to overcome and learning to trust myself because fear, fear to a point is protective. Yep. But beyond a certain point, it actually becomes a roadblock. Yes. Or an impediment to being able to move forward and being able to move and to be able to make progress. And I will never forget a conversation I had with another gentleman, which was just a, uh, a couple of years after the injury. And in the course of that conversation, um, we were working out together in the gym And I said to him, his name was Sam, I said, you know, Sam, when I tell you enough's enough, enough's enough. And he looks right back at me and he goes, no, Jamie, you need to learn to trust yourself. And I go, whoa, you are (laughs) so right. And I realized with great clarity right then and there that fear was in my way. (sighs) And once I was able to process that because I had to think about it and I was I was in mental health counseling at the time and we talked about this theme at great length about fear and its benefits and its uh, and its impediments and it helped me move past things that were in my way and allowed me to make recovery gains 
more in the last seven years mm. than I made in the first three years by many fold. And, and by the way, that is contrary to what most practitioners in these affected medical specialties <laughs> believe. Amazing. So what I heard you saying is this gentleman, bless, you've got some little angels that have just come along and just kind of gave you the proverbial, uh-uh, let's get some reality here. What a blessing. Um, I've had a couple of those. I, I may have said an expletive when they have said something like that to me, but I would be like, oh, you're right. Mm. You know, um, what I hear you saying is in that moment when you came to that fear, you're like, okay, I can choose back to the choice again from the original. I have the awareness. I can choose to have that fear and move forward. And, and there's this little thing that's in my head that says, how do you know when you're in fear? How do you know in your situation when you're in fear and you can capture that, be aware of it and go, Mm-mm, nope, I'm not going to do that. Is it, you know, not fear of jumping over the bridge or getting on the bike? What, what is it to you? What is fear to you? So fear in this case had to do with the kinds of physical, it was really from a physicality standpoint. Because you were working things. out. Because and... I was trying to regain function both through physical therapy and then when I was moved out of physical therapy after three years and I was allowed to go uh, rejoin a gym, the fear became, you know, as I said, was this impediment, but the part of moving past it was saying, okay, let's just try to maybe try that, go a little bit further than you're more comfortable doing. Like, for example, I would, was very reluctant to do certain stretching exercises because I was deathly afraid that I was going to strain something or I was going to set myself back, back. you know, yes. from all the hard-fought gains that I had spent hours and hours and hours trying to regain. The last thing I wanted to do was to, like, crash I feel a third that. time. I do. I feel I that. I didn't totally. want to crash a third time. I crashed a second time mentally when I had that depression suicidal period. And so I became super afraid of doing anything that would potentially set me back. And what my friend Sam helped me understand was that I could just toggle a little bit of extra effort and then come back and then maybe push the bar up just a little bit more yes. and then come back. And then all of a sudden that began to build confidence. Yes. And I began to see capabilities, uncover capabilities that I didn't know that I had. And so all of this became very uh, reinforcing to overcoming that fear because I was pushing gradually, gently with, with, uh, you know, with, with friends. And your will. And the will. <laughs> I was willing to do the work. Yes. I was not afraid to put in the effort. And then when I started to see the results and then my confidence and my capabilities began to emerge that I didn't know that I had, then it just began to multiply, and it became additive, and that's where so much of the progress has been made over those last seven years. Wow. All right, folks. Um, I'm sitting here just with my jaw kind of dropped. I'm like, oh, wow. If you're just tuning in, you've missed a wonderful first half of the show. We are talking to James Osborne. He's a local here in the Pacific Northwest, um, however... He speaks nationally, right? You've got some different nationals. His latest book, Will Your Way Back, um, and I say latest book because I'm pretty sure there's going to be some others coming forward. We have been talking about taking responsibility, being independent, being accountable. It is your choice. 
Fighting through the fear, trust your own body, body, mind, and soul. That trust word, that's a big, huge buzzword. Push the bar, the reinforcing of that and gaining the reinforce. After you pushing the bar, reinforcing and gaining that confidence. Super juicy stuff. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to dive some more into James's latest book, Will Your Way Back. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll see you in just a minute. Advertising, successful advertising that is, is all about being on the right platform with the right message the right amount of times. Do the right thing for your business. Advertise on the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. Reach her loyal audience with your important message. Best of all, the options are affordable so you can stretch your advertising dollar to reach the right amount of consumers. Learn more today at 206-322-27. That's 206-300-2227. Life is full of questions. Find the answers at 1150kknw.com. Eileen Grimes, host of the Jupiter Rising Show, invites you to read her weekly horoscope message for your sign. Check out 1150kknw.com and click on your sign. It's that simple. Stars, Psychics.com sponsors KKNW's horoscope feature and is ready 24-7 to get you answers about love and life stars psychics.com that stars with a z psychics.com attracting the wrong things in your life blocked in transition can't seem to get clear let sue lundquist intuitive clarity coach guide you through to confidence and sustained positive change this is achieved with easy practical tools you can use in your everyday life call now for your personal one-on-one clarity coaching session with sue to get back to who you really are confident purposeful and positive call sue at 206-300-2227 that's 206-300-2227 i believe in you just four simple words but to a child in need they mean the world i believe in you means you have potential you are special you matter when you become a child sponsor with save the children you're saying i believe in you you are smart you're capable you will overcome obstacles that most can't imagine. Your sponsorship says to a child, I believe that you deserve a successful start to life and a solid foundation to build upon. I believe you're worthy of good nutrition, quality health care, and the opportunity that education unlocks. Becoming a Save the Children sponsor sends a powerful message of support. It says, I am here for you, to lift you up, to cheer you on, and to celebrate your success. Because when you believe in a child, you empower them to believe in themselves. I believe in you. Just four simple words that can bring hope, that can change a life. Visit sponsor.savethechildren.org today and tell a child in need, I believe in you. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Ready to release pain? 
energy is not bound by space. Whether you're in Tennessee or Sue's own backyard of Woodenville, Washington, Sue Lundquist can do both in-person and distance energy healing. Sue holistically integrates a range of energy healing modalities that break through blockages and work through both the physical and emotional energy body. You'll find both a guide and a healer in working with Sue. Hire Sue now at suelundquist.com or call 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m., All right, folks, welcome back. Your humble host and loving host and silly host, Sue Lundquist. Right, Benny? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Mr. Superman, executive producer, so Benny. you can't name that movie, can you? No, I have no idea. I was focusing on my notes. <laughs> it's good. I'll stick over here and my, do, do my thing, and you do your thing. Yeah, you know that about me. I don't know. I, hey, no, no, I don't know. You may put that was No, no, that was actually from Teen Wolf. Remember near oh, the my. end of the movie where they had the no, winning moment? No, oh, I don't. I do. I don't Michael J. Rem- Fox and all I remember that, okay. but I don't. You see, you're really good about that stuff. Well, the music just, yeah. and no, I I'm like I have to ask my children. I said, "What was that song?" And it goes something like this, and they'll just well, roll there's their a eyes. demographic there on how what they know versus what we know. That's very true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And I still love the fact that I love getting jiggy with it, and you just roll your eyes and just go. Sing. No, I don't have any problems with it. It's just. <laughs> I love it. It's an amazing (laughs) song. I normally don't pull out of the rack that often. But it makes me giggle. I know, I know. know, We are talking about mindset today and pulling out all those tools in the tool belt and the choices. All right. We are here with author James Osborne and his latest book, Will Your Way Back Uh, Overcoming Tragedy with a Winning Mindset, an incredible journey through and uh, of recovery. Uh, James Osborne suffered a tragic spinal cord injury and, from a road cycling accident that rendered him a quadriplegic. Though doctors said he would likely never walk again, again, James has been fighting for nine years to recover. It's been over nine years now, hasn't it? Yeah, it'll be 10 years this June. Woohoo! Will Your Way Back is an inspirational memoir that chronicles his journey, exercise of will, to walk again, and to live independently. At the top of the hour, we were talking about some keywords: being responsible, being independent. You need to make the choice. And let's go to that word choice really quick, audience. You, if you're sitting there and you don't have, you don't feel that you have a purpose, you don't feel that you have the power, you do. That's the number one thing for us humans. We have our own free will. You have that choice. You have the choice to go right or left, forward or backwards. If you are stuck in that fear bubble that James and I were talking about earlier, you're stuck in that, I'm scared that my body won't do this, or I'm scared that it will or it won't, whatever the body or the mind is doing. If you're stuck in that choice, find somebody that will help you be accountable, that's going to lovingly, compassionately, non-judgmentally help you through that fear bubble. And um, James right here is, he loves that. That gets his juices flowing and inspiring people. 
Uh, his latest book, again, is Will Your Way Back and The Winning Mindset. And literally, I love that clever uh, book title, Will Your Way Back, because it is. You have the will. You have the choices. And you've had some angels in your life helping you make those hard choices. And and like I said earlier for myself, you know, you get those proverbial mm-hmm. smacks upside the head that you don't always want to hear. But you do it if you're choosing to move forward. So let's jump back into recovery. Let's talk to, we talked a little bit about fear before we left. I'm going to let you lead. You t- Tell me what, what you feel that the audience needs to hear now. Because we've talked about overcoming the fear and the choices. Do you want to talk about some of the people, the lives that you've touched? We just did the marathon. You want to mm-hmm. briefly talk about the Mercer Island Yes, I'd be experience? happy to. Okay. Um, there's been a couple of really cool experiences that have happened since uh, the book was published. I have uh, I had an experience just uh, a little over a week ago at a local bookstore in our neighborhood where I uh, did a, uh, a book reading. We can plug them. Uh, Island Books Island on Mercer Books, Island. Yes. And uh, they were very gracious in uh, hosting uh, myself and my uh, son set up the AV equipment and we had a little AV accompaniment with my reading and then I did some uh, extemporaneous talking along. And we had about 45 to 50 people there. And... It went terrific. I was I was excited to be able to share my story with folks, and I'll I remember one individual in particular who uh, came up to me afterwards, and he had been suffering from terrible chronic pain as a consequence of multiple hip operations that he had had had, and he was dealing with the emotional consequences of that. He had been a very active athlete. And now he found himself in a place where he was very reluctant to go out. Uh, he was became very reclusive and expressed kind of shame and an embarrassment about wanting to be seen by people who knew him and was feeling down and depressed and 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 even suicidal. And as he was telling me a story, I could 100% connect with where he was, because when I was in that place back in the fall of 2007, I too was in a place where I didn't want to be seen. I wanted to be alone. I was a clock watcher. I confined myself to my home. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to be seen by anybody. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. All of those same emotions. Mm-hmm. And we talked and we've exchanged some correspondence since then. And we're going to get together uh, when the time is right. And I have invited him to come join me uh, at my gym and, and uh, we can do some exercise together, whatever that might involve. Right. And the fact that I was able to reach out and connect with a, with a person who's dealing with exactly what I had been through inspires me to no end. It's, yes. it's what lifts me up. It really is what lights my fire in and all of this is being able to touch people. There was another example of a person who read my book. And he wrote me back and he said, you know, Jamie, there's a piece of your book uh, that really resonated with me. And it was that quote that I gave you earlier, which was, without choice, there is no way forward. And we talked about the idling and the merry-go-round. And he related it to a circumstance in his life and how he realized that he had found himself on this circular orbit 
the gerbil going, wheel. Going yeah. around, but not really moving forward. And he thanked me profusely for those words and the impact it had on his life. And these are the kinds of things that inspire me. They motivate me. They excite me to get up in the morning to try and reach people in a meaningful way that could offer hope, inspiration, and, and possibly guidance in their, in their lives. You are. Yes, very much so. Um, Again, I'm going to go back. I want to, well, first I want to remind the audience and those on the camera as well. We're talking to James Osborne. He's a local here in the Pacific Northwest over at Mercer Island. His latest book, Will Your Way Back, and they can find this where, James? They can find it at Island Books on Mercer Island. Uh, They can find it also online at Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. Um, I also have a website called jameshosborne.com, which has lots of information on upcoming events, uh, blog posts, lots of different video clips uh, that I've uh, had taken over the years, some other presentations and public venues that I've had the opportunity and pleasure to speak at. And why those are important, audience, because if you are suffering, you're the hermit right now, you're in that space By the way, we love you, and there are people around you that can support you, so you need to make the choice to reach out. But privately in your own little home, you can go to James' website. You can look and watch and feel what he's gone through. You can learn from his book. You can learn from um, his talks and his testimonials. All of that. It's your choice. Whether you've got a catastrophic, you know, head injury or back injury or whatever— or you are simply making a choice for a job or a marriage or something small to big. It's, it, it's relevant to what's in your life. And audience, James is shaking his head. Yes, it's so true. This, the, the, and I say this from my heart. The reason I bring people on like James is to show you that we're all in this together, one. And two, you need to make that choice to reach out and find your, your tribe of people, your community, your angels that will help you with compassion and non-judgmental. Um, but also to show you, you have the will. You can will your, will yourself back. You make the choice. You, you have the will. Just keep going and going and going and putting people like James in front of you on my radio show to help you be inspired. So James, remind the people of, or remind the people, remind the peoples and the audience of your website again. JamesOsborne.com? It's JamesHOsborne.com. So that's JamesHOsborne.com. Yep. And I also have a Facebook presence, which is James H. Osborne Author. So that's all one string. Okay. And you can find me on Facebook, and I'm active on Facebook with keeping information updated and periodic posts, and I'm happy to respond to any and all who out. would like to reach out, and I would be honored and, and uh, inspired to be able to, uh, to communicate. Man, my marketing brain just goes to all, because I've done four or five triathlons, the, the Dance Game Women triathlons, and I've had family that have passed. To, you know, there was about five or six years solid there that I was doing one every year, <clears throat> and I, too, had, you know, a couple women in my life that had um, crossed over from cancer and their journey. Why am I bringing this up? Because what an opportunity for you to be able to go to those environments and speak and inspire those people. And I say this because it's the will and it's the inspiration. I can remember 
people asking me, well, why are you doing the triathlon? I'm like, well, because I can and because I, I want to. And I'm, I, it's not that I'm going to win the race. It's not that for me. It's because I can and I'm, I'm showing up for the people that can't. And I can remember seeing all women, and this is the Danskin Triathlon. There's women of all different shapes and sizes. And this, this gal, she was a larger build. And she was running and she was chafing so bad. She had, you know, Mm. blood, but she was running. And I say that because it's that will, it's that choice to keep going. Yep. It is. It's just, and I I was so, because I I was coming up behind her. I'm like, you go girl, you inspired me. It's Mm -hmm. just those little, and what Benny was talking about, it's those little tiny things that you have no idea. It's a thank you. It's picking up the phone and going, I love you. It's the little mm-hmm. things that can be inspiring. It's the, the radio shows like mm-hmm. we're doing today. You just don't know the countless of peoples that countless of peoples, mm-hmm. countless of people that we are touching today. So my hat's off to you. You talked about some angels in my yes. life. And uh, I mentioned two of them. One was my physician and my other was Sam. my colleague, Sam, uh, that uh, I worked out with at the, at the gym. There's another person who had a very impactful uh, set of words for me when I was in outpatient rehab at Harborview. And she was an occupational therapist. And she said to me, Jamie, there's four things I want you to think about. I want you to think about planning, preparing, prioritizing, and pacing. The four Ps. The four Ps. And in those first few months after the accident, I have to confess, I didn't do a very good job following her advice. And that was one of the things that led to my depression as I had a chance to reflect on it afterwards. I was not pacing myself. Mm. I was pushing, 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 just like I'd always done in the past when I was doing different physical activities. I'd always push and, and generally would get a good outcome. But in this case, it actually took me the reverse direction. And what I needed to do was to listen Mm. to me. I needed to listen to what my body was telling me. And my body was imploring me, rest, Jamie, take breaks. It's okay to lie down during the day. It's okay to take naps. I used to think it was a badge of honor not to. (laughs) I love naps. I'm just sitting right now. (laughs) Love them. So in terms of people that have really had you know, the angels, as you call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been many more. I could name off countless. My wife sitting right next to me has been an angel in my life. Mm. And I do dedicate the book to her. And I dedicate the book to her for very good reason. Because people with this injury, unfortunately, many spouses don't stay around. They don't want to be caregivers for the rest of their lives. Some feel that this is not the life they signed up for. And my angel sitting right next to me, Diane, has stayed with me, stuck with me, been patient with me, supported me, loved me mm. through this entire ordeal. And I'm proud that we are on our 37th year of wow. marriage. And I, when I think of all the angels in my life, Diane, I should have recognized right at the beginning is tops on the list. <laughs> Four P's, James. Planning, prepare, pacing. Prioritizing and pacing. Prioritize. 
Prioritize spelling that. <laughs> All right, to the audience, did you guys catch that? The four P's, planning, prepare, pacing, prioritize. Does it matter the order or is it just? No, they all matter. And, they all matter. And, just do it. Planning, prepare, pacing yourself. Good point. And prioritize. Um, I'm just going to say, because some of y'all know I just had surgery. I had, well, with giving babies, I my stomach muscles um, separated. Mm-hmm. And then I had some hernias coming through my stomach muscles. And the girls were like, what are those bubbles coming out of your stomach? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So I showed them to the doctor, and they're like, yeah, we got Oh, they're aliens. Yeah, yeah, they're aliens. So we had to take (laughs) care of that. (laughs) 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 They're they're bumping through. (laughs) All right, I'm going to make this quick. We have eight minutes, and we've got Diane (laughs) laughing over here. Because you got the reference. reference. Yes, (laughs) I got it, too. So where am I going with this? Um, I love hearing your story of um, pacing yourself, because I... I'm not a surgery person. I do everything that I can. I work out. I eat healthy. Sometimes not, but whatever. I, I, I it's maintenance is is me. Surgery, mm-mm, I don't do it well. So what happened is my stomach muscles separated. They had to pull the hernias back in and then sew the stomach muscles back together again. So it's all your core. You understand right. what your core holds everything. Mm-hmm. So they sewed the stomach muscles back together and put a mesh up there. So I'm literally I'm I'm in my sixth week. Um, and I, I had to learn patience, Mm -hmm. not only for myself. Well, no, all for myself. I had to learn patience for myself. And my husband kept saying, cause I called him twice. I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) and I can totally empathize with the chronic pain, the people out there Mm -hmm. that have chronic pain and then they have to, they, they have to take drugs to do that. I, I had to get off those drugs three days in because it messed up and the nurses were adamant. You have to stay on the pain meds. So you heal. If you don't, you're going to mess it up or whatever. And I said, okay. And then there's all kinds of medical issues that come with that with constipation and everything like that, you know, the whole gamut Mm -hmm. and not being able to bear down. I mean, there's, and laughing and coughing and Lexi, Mm -hmm. my daughter was there one time where I, I choked or something and I literally... I, and it's all your core because I, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't cough and I'm coughing and I'm choking. Mm. You have to. It's just this whole thing. Where am I going with this? I empathize with those in the audience out there. Um, obviously, my injury wasn't anything compared to you. And I'm mm-hmm. certainly not belittling any of that. I'm just saying to all of you, I can empathize. And to all of you with chronic pain, get out there and get, get help. Again, find your tribe. Find those people mm-hmm. that inspire you. Reach out to James. Go and find mm-hmm. his book, Will Your Way Back. Uh, you can find that on jameshosborne.com. If you're driving, obviously go to suelonquist.com. I've got all this posted all over on my Facebook page this weekend. If you want um, this radio program delivered to your inbox, of course, go to suelunquist.com. We will have it on the iTunes podcast. Please have your families and yourselves Mm -hmm. go and review that because that's really important for us here um, and get that information. You can find James. I'm going to repeat his uh, website. It's James H. Osborne, O-S-B-O-R-N-E. And make sure that you guys look him up on um, Facebook and all that. Now, I see in the notes you did TED Talks as well. I am. Or part. I was scheduled to do a TED Talk back on February 7th. And unfortunately, that was the one snow day oh. that we had. And so, unfortunately, uh, it, was, uh, it had to be deferred. 
Well, and, that's all right. And it's going to be held next week, actually a week ah! from today. Yay! On April the 4th. April the 4th, TED Talks. It'll be uh, it'll be a uh, 1 to 5, and it'll be held at the Car- Carlson Theater on the Bellevue College campus. And wow. there's uh, 12 uh, great speakers in the lineup, and I will be one of those 12. And uh, my uh, topic will be called I Choose you choose. Nice. Uh, remind the audience where can they anybody go to this? It's or possible. They uh, folks can log on to Bellevue College. That's all one word. Dot edu uh, uh, forward slash TED T E D X. And I'm sure if that was a mouthful, you could call Bellevue College and just talk to admin administration or somebody. Or, yes. Yeah. All right. Bellevue College, April fourth. And that's from 1 to 4 o'clock? 1 to 5. 1 to or, 5. Or 1 to 5. Yeah, I thought that sounded I just good. pulled it up. <laughs> oh, you He's did. exactly right on the website. Good for you. All right, love. Benny, you want to repeat that thing, Sure, it's bellevuecollege.edu forward slash TEDx forward slash. Mm-hmm. So All right. you type it in. Is there a right phone there. number by chance that we can uh, give the audience? Let Bellevue. me get back to it. There's a registration there, though, too. There's Everything's listed on the site. But it, it is. There's a registration there, All right. Too. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure people know, if they, even if they Google Bellevue College, yes, right? Yes, and I believe uh, James is slated uh, for 2 p.m. Yep. Wow. Thank you. So don't be late, James. Yeah. Uh, I won't. We have, <laughs> and no more snow days. <laughs> right, no yeah, more yeah. snow days. We've no been very be fortunate to work market. with um, <laughs> an executive coach who's uh, been working with us on style and technique and tonality and oh wow, nonverbals and all these kinds of things. And then we have uh, some rehearsals coming up on Friday and Monday, and then the, and the big day will be next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, congratulations. Thank you. I am so excited oh, to be able to to, uh, to share this. That's a national, international stage, too. That's awesome. All right, folks, if you are just tuning in, poo-poo on you. You missed an awesome show. I'm going to remind all of you, James H. Osborne, his latest book, Will Your Way Back? How One Man Overcame Tragedy with a Winning Mindset, an Incredible Journey of Recovery. I say, you know, I, I, you know, it's the typical title and all of that, but there's so much emotion. There's, there's pain. There's grief. There's trauma. There's will. There's fighting through all wrapped up in this book. So if you're in a position or you know of somebody in a position that could use some love and some some inspiration and support. I highly recommend that you get this book. You can find his information on jameshosborne.com and his website and information. Of course, you'll get all that information with uh, me as well at suelunquist.com. We are going to wrap it up. Thank you very much. It's been an honor to have you here in the studio, and thank you for being his little angel for the last 37 ongoing years. It's going to be pretty amazing. All right. Yay. Yes. Yes. All right. All of you guys, I'm going to see you next week. I love you guys dearly. Thank you so much for joining us. And again, happy birthday, Robert. And I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe.
Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.